Hello and welcome to The Voice of Progression. I am your host, David Cox. For the next several weeks, we will be discussing the book entitled The Prospering Power of Prayer by Catherine Ponder. Come join my co-host, Mildred Cox, and me as we dive deep and discuss our thoughts around this short and powerful book entitled The Prospering Power of Prayer. Um, so in chapter one, it's entitled The Simple Forms of Prayer That You That Can Prosper You. The Simple Forms of Prayer That Can Prosper You. And um, she opens up on chapter one saying, you are prosperous to the degree that you are experiencing peace, health, and plenty in your world. That's powerful. You are prosperous to the degree that you are experiencing peace, health, and plenty in your world. What do you think about that, Mom? Peace, prosperity in your world, that you're experiencing peace when, you're, when you are prosperous. That's the sign that you are mm-hmm. prosperous. When you pray, make your connection out of the heart, not the head necessarily. And you know that you have touched God. I might say, it's a certain amount of peace you receive. When I pray, talk about me, and I make connection and let God know what I desire, and I believe that he heard me, that's his sign that he gives me is peace. Mm -hmm. Because when you, it's like a, a person on one end of the phone and they say hello, you know you connected. But then when they say it was nice talking to you, that's a different, uh, a different way of expression. But then after the person hang up, you receive such peace. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think about. Um, yeah, and it, it, you know, the book is not no just not only about prayer, but it's also talking about the benefits of prayer and how you can prosper through prayer. And I guess the the key thing that really just kind of stuck out to me is that that you are prosperous to the degree that you are experiencing peace. So when you're experiencing peace, health, and plenty in your world. You are prosperous. Sometimes people think that prosperity has a lot to do with things. And really, these are more spiritual things. Peace and health. And and when you have joy in your life, you're prospering. When When you can be around situations that are not good and they ain't bothering you, you're prospering. <laughs> so... Um, and sometimes people want to know how you, how do you manage to just stay so calm? Uh, because you are living in that place of, of, in the divine that allows you to 
prosper during situations when there is a storm or when there is uh, things that are not going right in your life or whatever or when there's things going wrong in the world or problems or something of that nature. Um, so I just thought that that was kind of interesting that she opened up with that. She says, prayer can help you experience peace, health, and plenty because prayer is man's steady effort to know God and God is source is the source of all man's good. Prayer can help you experience peace, health, and plenty because prayer is man's steady effort to know God. Your steady effort to know God. So the more you pray, the no the more you know God. Your steady effort, how much you I guess it's just like any relationship that you have, the steady effort that you get a chance to know somebody, uh, relationship that you have with somebody determines the um, how well you get to know them, how much time you spend with them, communing with them, eating with them. Sleeping with them if you sleep with them or whatever, you know, being with them, you get to really get a chance to know your your part. And so they say the more she's saying prayer can help you experience peace, health and plenty because prayer is man's steady effort to know God, steady effort to know God. And God is the source of all man's good. And I think that sometimes we forget about that, that God is the source of of all of our good. Sometimes we don't even look at God as being the source of our good. Um, and that we're connected to that source. And it's always available to us. So it's just almost like you don't have to fret when you know the Father has it all in his hands. Sometimes it sounds simple, sounds kind of, uh, you know, watered now maybe to a extent because we don't really at least sometimes we worry about stuff and the father has it all in control and i think that's just some that's just a beautiful way of understanding and and, and it's almost as if i know certain things that you're going to do that you you're going to do as my mom, and as I got as I grew older, as I, I as I grow older as a child, I had to get to know, and I just knew, and I didn't question that I knew my mom was going to take care of me. I knew she was going to make tuna fish sandwiches and put them in my lunch. I knew I was going to be taken care of. So you kind of, and and even though we don't realize it's the effort, it's a steady effort that we're making. To get to uh, to know our God, the God who supplies all our needs, our good, the good things, the, all, everything that He supplies for us is good for us. Anything you want to say on that? When I think of man's uh, effort, that's a very strong word, and is to know we have a yearning inside. Us, mm -hmm. to connect us with the God that is in us. Mm -hmm. And to my understanding, 
um, of what she said in a way of a statement. And I put it in a way that I can relate to. It's a yearning, mm -hmm. effort yearning to know the God that made the heavens and the earth, the stars and the moon, and even took the initiative to, to, to make us mm -hmm. human creatures in earthly vessels, and he can compact us so well until we can have a yearning to know that. That's a mystery, mm -hmm. if, if you... Well, and, you know, and, and I guess, so you, you, what you're saying is that you, when you hear effort, and I guess the key word that you use before effort is steady, but that's a choice to do. It's, your, it's man's steady effort to know their creator. So you have to have, you're right, you do have to have a yearning to do that. You have to have a mind to want to do that. <laughs> you're going to have to want to know. I mean, this, this is just getting down to the basics. You, I mean, you can go out a whole day, possibly, and not pray or check in with God and do everything that you normally need to do. Um, and go for a while in doing that. I'm not saying that, that that's what we're... And this is really the reason why I, mean, I guess I'm just talking about because sometimes, you know, we can go and get caught up in everything that we do and we don't even check in with our Creator, with our Father, just to, to see if He has anything to say to us or to see if we got something to say. It's like coming to a house and and walking in and, and walk in and walk out and don't say nothing to nobody else that's in the house. But expect to understand what's really going on in the house when you haven't even checked in or just even said hello to anybody. So, um, you're right. It, it, it's, it's a desire. It's a, you want to know. You want to know God in that perspective. It's your steady effort, your effort, your, your desire, as you say, your, your will to want to to do that and I know that people this is a really simple plain show everybody don't do that everybody I mean I have sometimes struggling to do that but what I do and maybe so this is what's so great about this is because in this book um, and we got to get through to all these chapters uh, this chapter today but when you start talking about this book and this in the perspective how she gets it you know, sometimes we think we got to get on our knees and we got to find the time. And sometimes it's just really just checking in. You know, we think it's got to be laboring and we, we you know, we got to have a long prayer. <laughs> you know, sometimes we feel like we got to do that. You know, it reminds you of sitting around at the table for Thanksgiving meal and you got all the food there. And whoever's supposed to say the prayer decides to pray 
for hours and the food don't got cold. Everybody looking crazy at the table, wait, try, trying to understand well, what's really what's going on. But I, and I say that lightly, but it doesn't have to be a, a long prayer. It can be something you just checking in, you know, um, somewhere being silent, you know, it, it, right before you pull out of your garage, you say a small prayer and connect with the divine. And, and I guess by us talking about it, hopefully our listeners, those who are listening, will be able to take something from this because, you know, the little simple things that we do. Are you aware of what you're doing? Are you aware? Are you conscious of conscious efforts of not just doing something from a practice, but that you are connecting to the one that is your source? You know, really checking in and, and, and wanting to, like you say, you know. And sometimes you might not even have that posture that I, oh, I got to. Now, if you got plenty of time to do that, but sometimes people get up in the morning, they got to get the kids ready, got to do this, da 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 But if you can, if you make that time just like you do anything else, or if not, before you pull out of your driveway, or before you, when you get that little moment to say something, check in with God. And I'm not talking about some God that's distance. Um... We'll talk more about that, but I think that's really the reason why I was drawn to this teaching uh, was because of the fact that it, it placed God in me and understand that wherever I am, God is, and that um, I can contact him in moments. Now, I want, do want to say that even if you did have to, sometimes, and we're going to get into that, if for some reason... You can't make contact, that you don't feel the presence of God. You might have to labor in your prayer until, because your problems might overwhelm you so much that you can't feel like that you are, that you have touched the heavens, as they would might say. You understand where I'm coming from with that, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. And so you might have to labor in your prayer until you have really... Until you, until God has revealed the truth to you of what you're praying for, um, that you can accept the will of God and, and, and allow God to work it out in you. Right. Um, so there are some times that you can do that. And so we're going to move along and we're still on page one. It is wonderful to realize that prayer is natural to man and not strange, mysterious practice, not a strange, mysterious practice. And um, that's, that of course is, is, is just a true statement. We have evolved from, uh, to where we, at one point, she was talking about that we used to, to uh, worship the fire and the moon the sky and different things of that. And then we moved to a time of deity um, where we kind of created God with a personal deity, with uh, sentiment, sentiments and emotions. And um, we also gave God human traits because we, you know, we say 
you can hurt God's feelings. Um, I used to laugh sometimes when people would say that, but you know, you hurt your own feelings because God don't have any God feelings. You can disobey God and hurt your own feelings for the repercussions of disobedience, but you don't hurt God's feelings. But um, that's my thought. That I'm not saying that that has to be yours, but <clears throat> we have given God those types of personality traits, and um, and then we also feel like we have to appease God. You know, they were doing a lot of sacrificial things and so forth. So, you know, man has always prayed in some kind of way, and they always look for ways to study, and then they evolved from this sacrificial way um, back in the Old Testament um, back more into more of um, a primitive to, an, to more to an intellectual understanding of God into the spiritual awareness that God is not a hostile being with a split personality of good and evil but God of love the unchanging principle of supreme good both within and around mankind and I think that was really big for a lot of people because um, sometimes you know you just you can there's two ways of, of, of being able to teach people and even just with Obi you can teach you can teach a, a dog with rewards or you can teach the dog out of fear in both ways you can get the same results but the but the lesson is more learned easier and effortlessly and the, the dog has its um, it, it learned it, it has grasped the idea of what it, it is that you wanting to do because out of behavior he'll know that yes you you know you can scare him a little bit about that and what i'm saying is many people were scared in getting to know god because they felt like they, if they didn't know god they were going to hell but how much of that kept you from really getting to know god for god yourself other than you you felt like you was going to offend god does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, those are things that that um, I can appreciate even more now. Um, I'm glad that I, to some degree, and that you know, you want to you want to be on on the Lord's side, and and you don't want to go to hell and different things of that nature. But if you see God as a loving Father, a God of of forgiveness of God that cares for you, the God that supplies your needs, it kind of helps you better want to know them a little bit better than the person that you think that's doing every time you do something wrong, they're going to punish you or look at you in a different way, look at you in a, a very nasty way, like you got some kind of split personality or something of that nature. You, are you following? What do you think? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking about that? And how we moved to that now to more of a spiritual way? What do you? What do you? Do you have anything to say about that? And if you don't, that's fine. We can move on. Oh, no okay. 
So yeah, I just wanted to 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 talk about that, um, and I'm I'm just gonna highlight that one more time that still later mankind began to this page two that man began to uh, to come out of the primitive and and intellectual understanding of God into a spiritual awareness that God is not hostile being with a split personality of good and evil but a God of love the unchanging principle of supreme good both within and around mankind and then uh, underneath it she says methods of prayer that have evolved expanded and improved how now make it easy to pray and commune with God which we've already discussed that's just really your way of communing with your father, your spiritual, natural, your spiritual father that provides all that you need. And now we've gotten to a point where you don't have to do certain stuff. You don't even have to do certain things. That you know, you find a way to connect with the divine. Um, page three. At any moment, in the midst of any occupation under the circumstance, the soul that wants to know God can practice the presence. I'm going to back up here. Bottom of page two. And I'm going to read this. Brother Lawrence, 16th century French lay brother, who believed greatly in the power of prayer, described his method of prayer as practicing the presence of God. Practicing the presence of God. Not I would probably never, in my mind, think of practicing the presence of God and understanding that statement by itself and relaying it, relating to it, to the word prayer. What, you, what do you think about that, Mom? Practicing the presence of God. Well, you know, sometimes we um, we have to connect quickly. Mm -hmm. There are other times to clear our minds and to position ourselves from the heart to receive, we have to be quiet. Mm -hmm. um, God can meet you in a crisis mm -hmm. and he can also meet you um, in stillness. Mm -hmm. Any way you look at it, it's going to be his presence. Mm -hmm. And once you sense that, even in a crisis, you know, for instance, if you say help, mm -hmm. it's, you feel it and you know he's present. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you are not in a crisis and just want to be with him and commune in the quiet, could sense his presence, mm -hmm. and and I like I like both. Mm -hmm. I like when I say help, he's present, and I feel his presence, and I know he's there, even if I'm hurting. God has a way to let me know he's there, mm -hmm. and and when I'm um. Uh, in the stillness, it's a beautiful way because you have a, the ability to shut out 
quality uh, in corrections and things that are around me. Mm -hmm. Now that's sweet, sweet communion. Mm -hmm. But I would like to say that God present is with us because it's available. God is present mm -hmm. at all times. Present. Mm -hmm. And his presence is available to all of us. To all of so us. So we dealing with the present and the presence. Mm -hmm. And I thank God we can have both. Mm -hmm. We can. And, and, and that, I kind of like that. It's, I mean, it sounds weird practicing the presence, but what it is, 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 is really you practice this guy would says that for his definition of prayer is when we practice the presence of God and we, and what that is is we're practicing um, or shifting our minds or being able to as you say being a, being aware that the presence of God is available right here right now at all times it don't come and go it don't switch on and off it's 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 always present, and so the strangest part about it is like you you just have to come to that awareness as you say when you say help, you know that help is there, mm -hmm. and um, so that that just makes it really powerful. And you know, practicing the presence of God, practicing knowing that God is available and the presence of God is always there, and every time we initiate that opportunity to connect with the divine we are practicing the presence of god within our lives we're going to move on the power of prayer to prosper the one who understands the true nature of god as rich loving father soon realizes that the person who truly prays and bounds to succeed because he attunes himself to the richest, most powerful, most successful force in the universe. Jesus knew this when he promised all things whatsoever ye shall ask and pray, believing ye shall receive. That's Matthew 21, 22. And this is under page three, the power of prayer to prosper. Believing ye shall receive it, Matthew 21, 22. Um, skip it down. It says, many people have not employed the power of prayer for prosperity and success because they have gotten the erroneous idea that it's wrong to pray for material things. However, as many of the biblical promises indicated, it is right and proper that we should pray for the things we need. We live in a rich, friendly universe that desires to fulfill our needs and prayer is is but an act of faith that helps open channels for the fulfillment of the needs. And then it goes on and talks about the Bible is filled with examples of prayer and requests that for needful things. Abraham prayed for the son. David prayed for him for his household. Elijah prayed for rain. Ezekiel prayed for the people. Hannah prayed for the son, for a son. Josephat prayed for the deliverance. Jeremiah prayed for freedom from a famine. 
Nehemiah prayed for the protection. Solomon prayed for wisdom. On a number of occasions, Jesus prayed definitely for specific things. So we can, we can pray and ask God for, for things because we have great examples in the Bible of different Bible characters from praying for children, from paying for uh, being saved from a famine and uh, uh, one prayed for freedom. Um, uh, all different kinds of things. So you can make your request known unto God and he will answer your prayer. Anything you have on that? Well, just going back a little bit mm -hmm. about methods mm -hmm. and practices. Mm -hmm. if, if we're going to receive from God, we got to practice that mm -hmm. daily. Not, not go, I'm not going to go back too far, mm -hmm. but I thought that was a interesting point. Practice. Mm -hmm. when, a, when a person want to sing right or play the piano right, it calls for practice. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a mind to do it every day. Mm -hmm. Repetition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's some, until it until it becomes a part of you. you and that's the way you develop mm -hmm. a prayer life. Mm -hmm. The Spirit said, the Bible said, pray always without ceasing. Mm -hmm. It's not a certain position. That desire should be in your heart, the effort to know God mm -hmm. at all times. Mm -hmm. Whether you personally express it openly or silently mm -hmm. within yourself, mm -hmm. so you know, and and you can ask God for anything. That's what I love about it. If you need peace, if you need a fat back piece of meat, or even if you need some tomato, want some tomato soup, just as you referred to the. Uh, people in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Whatever they wanted, they asked for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, as a result of asking, you believe mm -hmm. that you receive. Believe what you, that you receive. Because he's able to do more than you can ask to think. <laughs> something, you, you can't ask him something that he don't know nothing about. Mm -hmm. And if you believe it, and if it's in his plan, he'll give it to you. Because sometimes we ask for stuff we don't need. And sometimes God will block it. Spirit will block that thing. Because he know it ain't good for you. Mm -hmm. I love God because he's our provider, but he's also our protector. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes we want a great big house. And the house costs $50,000 for an example. And we don't make for $20. <laughs> That's just an example. Okay. And so God won't let you go out and purchase that house. And then sometimes we say, oh, he didn't sell me that house. Mmm, I, I, I don't know what's wrong. I asked him to give me that house. God knows you weren't able to take care of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that. 
God knows our needs. And he said he will supply our needs. And he promised to supply your, our need. But now, we play a part in that too. Uh-huh. You ain't got but $20 going out to buy a $50,000 house. That don't look like it's balancing at all. Now, God can work a miracle for, for you. But we talking about really down to business with God by asking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The first type of prayer, general prayer. Basically, there are four types of prayer. General prayer, the prayer of denial, the prayer of affirmation, and the prayer of meditation and silence. At various times, it is good to know and use these four types of prayers to meet life's various needs. The first three are simple methods that can pr prosper you. The fourth type of prayer described in the next chapter is considered by some to be the more advanced method of prayer. General prayer is the act of praying to God as a loving and understanding father in your own way. So just really taking time to speak to your father in your own way. That's just a general prayer. You can do it any kind of way. Ain't nobody, nobody has to tell you how you have to do it. It's in your own way, expressing yourself. General prayer is the act of praying to God as a loving, understanding father in your own way. And, and, and that's what's beneficial to us. You can tell him what you want, even if you don't speak good English. <laughs> In your own way, it's so, it's so beautiful. He'll understand you. The spirit will understand. Even if a foreign language comes around. And we do have people that speak foreign language. And that, and that God it. can hear that just as good as he can you speaking English. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And sometimes people read prayer, sometimes they think about it, but I just love them when you can just tell him, call him up and tell him what you want. Absolutely. The Lord's Prayer. A simple, effective way to begin a general prayer is to take the Lord's Prayer and ponder each line of its silence or aloud. The ancients believed that the Lord's Prayer was a powerful was powerful, and they often declared it over and over from twelve to fifteen times without stopping. That's powerful. So they would they would say the Lord's Prayer. And the Lord's Prayer, I know we we um touched on that I think in one of the pod, podcasts that was uh well that was your scripture that you used at the table. The Lord is my shepherd. No, it was the prayer after I, my mother taught me mm -hmm. to say, now I lay me down to sleep. Okay. That was the second level of prayer. We didn't, I didn't ponder on it. But if you as an adult can understand it, everything that God has is encompassed in that prayer. Right. But we should, in order to get the, what I might say, the substance from that prayer, you have to ponder it 
line by line, mm -hmm. as she said. You have to acknowledge that God is the Father, He's the source of all, and you go on from there. That's the top, is to recognize He's the source mm -hmm. and give Him honor for being that. And let Him know and, and, and be able to share Him with somebody else. God is not for one and against the other. When we say our, that's inclusive. That's everybody, mm -hmm. and, and you can, and everybody can come unto him. That's what I love about it. You can be rich, poor, or even on the street, you can still come to him. Because mm -hmm. it's our father. And I think it's so important that we look at the world from our point from our collectiveness, as our community, as our neighbors. Mm -hmm. If God looks at it like that, how much more so should we look at it? Mm -hmm. Not mine, mine and mine, that's what's wrong with the world Me, today. mine. Me, mine, and me. As long as I got it, well, you do the best you can to get it. Mm -hmm. God don't want us that way. And I think it's time for us as a nation of people, I'm not saying who does it or who don't, but it's time for love to be in the hearts of men that we can look at life and the beautiful creatures that God has created on this uh, planet and in this kingdom that we can look at it from our Father is able He's to He's not do. just yours. He's, He's not just for, you. For, for us, and we use it when in time we get ready mm -hmm. and get all the goodies for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's what's wrong with the world today. Mm -hmm. We are selfish, self-centered, and God wants us to know that He he, that he is all our fathers. And we can honor him. And we can look at it through the lens of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If you believe these truths, you can prosper. Mm -hmm. you are, you're not, you're not going to be successful. She said this in the book, and I already know it. If you have a selfish attitude, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's all I want. And we suggest that you do. We we listen to. Um, in fact, I'll put it in the room um, for you to take some time and really look at the twenty third Psalms. Get a chance to take your time and study that that Psalms. It's it's a lot in there. It's a lot in there. And also, um, there's a guy named Rick, uh, Rocco Americo who teaches it. And he teaches it in Aramaic language, which is the native tongue that Jesus taught, uh, spoke. And sometimes even with the, with the um, interpretation, and it passes down, he will give you some insight of really what that word means and how we should interpret that in scripture. And I'm going to post that into the Facebook group so that you all have that. Um, 
it was a blessing to, it was it was opening eye for things that um mom and I have sat down and watched and just really just opened our eyes to some understanding. So take some time to read the twenty third Psalms and study it. And again I'll post that on in the Facebook group um so that you'll have access to it. Um the next one is call upon the name Jesus Christ Jehovah and Jehovah Jireh. Page six. It says another powerful way to make contact with spiritual power in general prayer is to take the name of Jehovah from the Old Testament or the name Jesus Christ from the New Testament and verbally or silently declare the name over and over. Um, we we learned that when we were children. We talked about that a little bit earlier. We don't. I'm not going to really go on with that. But it is a form of prayer. It is a way of getting in contact with God. It is a way of touching bases with God. If you say Jesus enough times, you will you will feel the presence of God when you say that. It will come over. Your body will feel warm. Tears will come sometimes. But even if that didn't come, if that didn't even come from that way, understand that the presence is there. It don't matter if you cry, if you don't. It's there, mm -hmm. it, whether you know it or not. <laughs> well, one thing about it, you're going to know it. You're going to know it, though. Because God don't work. He don't keep you in the dark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody has ever felt his presence, even a drug addict. They sense the presence of God. Mm -hmm. They may can't obey all these rules, mm -hmm. but they sense his love. Mm -hmm. And it says here on page seven, it says, Jesus, uh, as for the power of calling on the name Jesus Christ, Charles Fillmore, who's a New Thought uh, leader, um, has written, he says, the mightiest vibration is set up by speaking of the name Jesus Christ. This is the name that is named far above all rule and authority. The name above all names, holding its itself all power in heaven and earth. It is the name that has power to mold the universe substance. And when spoken, it sets forces into the activity that brings results. Whosoever ye shall ask of the Father in, the, in my name, he may give it to you. If ye shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. So we, we pretty much covered that. You can ask God and, and believe it and know that he will provide. And, and that's just saying a prayer by saying uh, Jesus over and over again. Um, and that's that on that. We can go on to page eight if you don't have anything. You got anything there? Well, I, I, from my understanding, Jesus is the key word in this example. Mm -hmm. You can, anything that you declare in his name, mm -hmm. you are in a position to receive. Mm -hmm. And I heard a message on the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus is uh, key, the key word for many of us. Sometimes we don't use it, but it's practical 
calmness and it's a calmness to punch in when you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people do that. I can say my prayers are not directly at this point so much to the fact that I may punch in with him. Mm -hmm. But I know that he all that that he's all that I need within that night. And once I punch in with thanksgiving and giving thanks to the Father, which is first, then the Son, then the Holy Spirit, when I honor those three entities, God is present with me and he's going to take note of what I'm saying and meet my needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, thy will be done, we're on page eight. Thy will be done. These are all general forms of prayer, so thy will be done. Another powerful way to pray is simply to declare, as in the Lord's prayer, thy will be done, since God's will for us is always unlimited good. And so we can go to the Father and say, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Um, and so it is. <laughs> Thy will be done. And so it is. Thy will be done. The will of God to be done in your life. And you place that in God's hand and allow God to perform which, what you have asked him to do. In your life. Mm -hmm. And then. Um, let go and let God. Bottom of page eight. Another form of general prayer. Is the prayer of release. And letting go and letting God. When one has done all. It is good to stand in faith. Through the prayer of release. And that. I just can hear Galen actually teaching on that. He says. You know, sometimes you have to say that I let go and I let God. I let go and I let God. And 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 in those situations where you might be ready to go off, knowing that it's not going to be good for you. You know, at your job, off, go off on your boss, or you might be ready to cut somebody out and say some words that, that you're going to regret later, or say something that you know. And you can you can just do that. Let go and let God. I let go and I let God. And I can hear him now. And you say also that you want to breathe. You know, put some breath in there. Take a deep breath when you because you in those you got to bring that body and that mind and that heart into subjection, so that you don't do something that's stupid that you'll later regret. You know, I let go and I let God. I can't understand what's going on, but I let go and I let God breathe. And, and taking that breath and then allow the body to come under subjection and knowing that you, you're going to, you're going to allow God to handle this for you because you can't, you can't fight it. You can't, it's not your battle um, to fight. But it, to, and I have a little twist on that, but it is your battle to release it to God. And you can you can you can try to hold on to it, or you can let God let God the God let God 
by standing still and allowing God. Because sometimes we want to move or we want to try to help God out to do some stuff, you know. And that don't God don't need your help. So I let go and I let God. Um, you got anything on that? Um, nothing but um, nothing but um, letting go is very important. You have to release the mindset in your ideas of whatever you're dealing with. And what God is so good, He don't allow you to let go and don't know where he's going to take you to. Mm -hmm. And I thank the Lord that the first of the year, he gave me that release and embrace. Mm -hmm. It's a twofold uh, way of, do of doing it. And it's really a prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That means to forget those things that are behind and give me uh, the mind and the love for you, God, knowing that you're able to proceed in a prosperous way. And what is my prosperous way? Through, through um, love, faith, and hope. I can take those three entities and go forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to learn. What does faith, hope, and love mean? That was my, my way of asking God to help me to proceed through this. This is what's going to take me. Mm -hmm. This is my prospering way, and I will get all I need in that. But I have to leave those things, let things go, and move forward. In order to move forward with God, things that don't serve you well, things that are making you sick and, and upset, mm -hmm. you gotta let go. Mm -hmm. And, and that's generally the reason why. So you can center yourself. You can center yourself and concentrate on on God at the time because sometimes you can, your mind you you hot headed you know or you want something and it didn't work out and and that is that is in the forefront and you can't even shift your your mind to the presence of God at this point because you were caught up in your own ego you caught up in whatever you want and 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 the prayer of letting go and let God saying that over and over again and, and also being able to take a breath allows you to be able to psychologically pull your head straight and understand that you're, you're saying, God, I can't do this without you and I need to let it go. I'm letting it go and, and, and I'm going to let God move through me to be able to, to let this pass so I can move forward. And, and and so it's a beautiful thing. And like you said, it leads right into the to one of the other prayers. And we'll move on to that. That's page nine. It says, the second type of prayer is the prayer of denial. Um, 
says many people, page 10, says many people cringe at the word denial, thinking that its only meaning is restriction or limitation. But the word deny also means to reject as a false conception. And prayer of denial are for that purpose to reject as a false conception that which not is not satisfying or good in one's life experience. And and I can hear that. I can I can get with that. Where you're 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 um you're rejecting something that is that that you know that is not right. You reject you're not accepting something. Um you know, um you don't you're not accepting that 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 diagnosis. You're not accepting that. You you saying, well by his stripes I am healed. I'm denying I'm denying what this what this say on this paper. You know, from this doctor's office or lab results or or whatever. And and it sometimes you have to yes, I know what you're saying. You better believe what the doctors are saying. But it's not so much after learning and reading this book, it's not so much about the physical. It's about the spiritual that you're speaking about, that you're, you're denying what ideas that's in your mind to keep you from, from embracing the absolute good that God has for in will for your life. So therefore, you're denying anything that's keeping you from allowing you to touch base with God is to say that I am healed, to say that I can move forward. So you're denying, you're denouncing that attitude. Sometimes we hear people, we denounce this, you know. You're denying what it is that you see and, and saying that in the spiritual realm, God can take care of it. And you're opening up that window. Um, um, you're opening up that window to allow God to pour out the blessing to you uh, by allowing, by denying what it is. And then that way you can focus your attention on the all sufficiency of God to provide what it is, even though you got this in front of you to move into a different thought pattern or different thought life. Um, and that's beautiful. Uh, he says, prayer denials are your no prayers. They help you to refuse and accept things that are to dissolve your negative thoughts about them and thus make ways for something better. Prayers and denials are expressed in those attitudes of minds that say, I will not put up with or tolerate this experience as necessary, lasting or right. I refuse to accept things as that as that as that I refuse to accept things as they are I mentally claim my whole good knowing that even now it is manifesting and that's very powerful right there too um you got anything real good there yeah um you have to have a positive attitude mm -hmm. you gotta believe God facts is uh, and, and now they have a discussion about science and facts. And we know that the world basically depends on facts. I mean, um, 
science. Mm -hmm. And once they hook you up to the machines and take some blood and stuff, and they come back and give you a report, that's science. Mm -hmm. But our ultimate, ultimate focus should be on facts. Mm -hmm. We know that by his stripes, they state, that states in the Bible, our healing come. And that's, 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 it takes, as we stated before, it takes practice to do that. Mm -hmm. But like, like now we in a, a pandemic where they, most people just going on science. And even before this, we go to the doctor and they tell us, you got high blood pressure and you got this and you got that. Well, but maybe that could be true. They have to hook you up every time you go and check it out. Mm -hmm. But you have to get into that realm that my father goes by facts and the world goes by science. I don't have nothing against science. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make a point that any experience you have in life, you are under the umbrella of healing, mm -hmm. regardless to what it is. Correct. Sickness, poverty, or anything. God can take care of all our needs, but now you have to reach a position in God to receive it. And that I think that's that's, and you have to reach your level of understanding to even trust God as far as that's concerned. So even your, if you, faith, your in, faith in the source in the source because you what so you need. he gives a scientist to you know and we're getting a little off the subject, but he gives you a scientist to provide information to help you be able to maintain. So I don't think God would would make the demonize that to make sure that something would happen to you. But, you know, as I stated, it's, it's the way you use your faith. And then it's been left up to you at that point, how you decide that you're going to get well or if you're not going to get well. That's going to be on you, between you and God. That's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's laughing at me because that's my sermon on that. The third type of prayer is yes prayers. Usually prayers of denial should be followed up by prayers of the third type, prayers of affirmation or yes attitudes. It is good to follow up thoughts of what you do not want with the thoughts of what you do want to follow up. No, I will not accept this with yes, I will accept this or something better. Jesus said, let your speech be yea, yea, nay, nay. Matthew 5, 37. Prayer of denials and affirmations are as much attitudes of mind as they are formal methods of prayer. So prayers of denial and affirmations are as much attitudes of mind as they are formal methods of prayer. And it's really all about your mind. You know, you're, you're really you're practicing the presence. You're practicing your mind to be able to go into a, a place to deny 
what you don't see, that you don't want to accept, and be able to declare what you want. And I'll even put it with this, in Jesus' name. Tag it. <laughs> Tag it with that, in Jesus' name. So, you know, you do the prayer of the night, Lord, you know, I don't want this, as the book said, I don't want, you know, I don't want, this is not what I want, but this is what I want. Yay, yay, nay, nay. Or nay, 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 yay, yay. What you, what you don't want, what you don't want to see in your life, what you don't want it, and then you follow it up with, with, the, with an affirmation and say exactly what it is that you want and affirm that, what you want. Um, bottom of page 11, Charles Fillmore has written that concentrated attention of the mind on the idea of any kind is equal to prayer and will make available the spiritual principles that is the source in proportion to the intensity and continuity of the mental effort. In other words, our attitudes are forms of prayer. How you see the situation. It is what it is. It's how you see your the situation. And, uh, and how your mind, your mental capacity has been able to work with the ideal of denying it and concentrate on the good and be able to proclaim the good that you wish to see in your life. See it, visualize it, proclaim it, and say, so it is. And it's your mental awareness of that God can and will do what he say he gonna do. And, and, and that's really just being able to... Um, your attitude, because if you got if you're conflicting in your players, and you know you sometimes say, well, you know, I know God can do it, but you know, you know, it only responds to what you want. It says what you're so you got a butt prayer. That means that you you're not clear and defined on what it is that you want from God. And, and you have to be clear and, and you have to be specific in the needs of what you want God to provide you with. You know, you can, God can provide you with a job, but if you, you end up getting a job at McDonald's because you, you applied there and you didn't get the job at the law firm, but you're praying for God to give you the job at the law firm. You know, but that's not, I mean, that's not, that's fitting in a lot of different, that ain't even aligning to the will of God, or perhaps maybe, or, or what I'm saying is you have to be specific in your prayer and what you want from God. And, and that, um, affirm it with the yes. All right. We are almost done with this chapter. We're on page 12. How to use a yes and no prayer. In any situation that is dissatisfying when we deny its power by declaring to a loving father, take away all iniquities, we shouldn't then follow up with the affirmation, I will accept only that which is good. So we, we basically, that's telling us how, how we're going to work this nay and then say yay. And basically you're just saying we're shifting this mentality. We see we're not accepting it. And then we are saying that, yes, this is what we will accept. And we follow up with the affirmation. I will accept only that which is 
good from God. Page 13. Prayers of denial work for your good. So many persons get the erroneous idea that somebody else can keep their good from them. They go through life thinking that. Prayers of denial can dissolve this false belief and the lack that it causes. Declare, I dissolve in my own mind and in the minds of all others any idea that my own good can be withheld from me. That which is for my highest good now comes from comes to me through God's grace and I welcome it. The prayer of denial can also clear up old conditions of the past where one good seems to have been taken away or withheld. Another prayer of denial that is helpful when there seems to be barriers or obstacles on your pathway is all barriers are obstacles to my divinely given good are now dissolved with God's help. Now these are these are examples of prayers. This is another denial prayer. All barriers. We're saying it's in your prayer. All barriers and obstacles to my divinely given good are now dissolved with God's help. Um, since after using this statement for a time, you will find that where, whereas before people's situations, conditions seems to work against you, everything will shift. Everything will begin working for you. Still another powerful prayer of denial for clearing away neg neg negation is we're on the top of page 14 the power of god is working through me to free me from every negative influence nothing can hold me in bondage all power is given unto me for good in given unto me for good in mind body and and affairs and i rightly use it here and now my friends we have concluded another episode of a voice of progression we trust and hope that this episode has been a blessing to you join us next week as we continue to study and expound on the book the prospering power of prayer by Catherine Ponder. Until next time, I'm your host, David Cox, with a voice of progression. <laughs>